0: Right, guys, welcome back to our podcast All About the Bats. Mm. All About the Bats, All About the Bats. Yeah. All, all about, about the Bats, All About, about the, the, bats, about all about the... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, as you could tell, oh, it's still going. I think it's beautiful, isn't it? It's just amazing. Shout out to Rondell Morris. So I am your co-host, Mr. De La Cruz. Um, you guys know me <laughs> because this is my podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so as I said, I'm Mr. De La Cruz and usually I do the podcast with Liz Biss, who's one of my best friends. But unfortunately, she's not here today. But you know what? I've got two special guests for you guys. I'm not going to leave you hanging. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Um, two special guests. So would you guys introduce yourself? Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, my name
1: is Zach. Um, obviously, we all grew up together. Um, We went to school together. Um, I don't know what else to say.
2: (laughs) I am Latisse. I am a multidisciplinary artist. I currently direct and I dance.
0: Jeez, tell them again.
2: I direct and I dance. (laughs) (laughs) Got a show in Sadler's Wells in June 2020. Jeez, come on. And yeah, that's a little bit about me really, just out here supporting the gang. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. But
2: yeah, we've grown up since... God knows how old. Well, I joined school just a little bit after yeah. guys. Well,
0: you guys. What year did you join again? Was it year nine?
2: Yeah. You're nine, okay.
0: But I'm still part of the crew. <laughs> you're, you're. <laughs> and you know what? She fits in perfectly. She's definitely part of the crew. I feel like our secondary school experience was a unique one because we went to, um, Hartswood, and at our time i wouldn't say i would say at the beginning it wasn't so multicultural i just remember it full of like lovely caucasians i love all people of races um but yeah i was kind of afraid to kind of celebrate my blackness being in that school because you know everyone will be like, oh, what did you have for dinner? And you guys know me, I'm a foodie. And I can't be like, oh, I had like fifth and soup. They'll be like, oh, what's that? Or, like, oh, what's that? Or like, rice, Oh, you have rice with like oil. <laughs> we have not... potatoes and rice. <laughs> yeah. What? Tom, why is it red
2: Why is it red? Why
0: is it red? Your mum can't cook. <laughs> I'll never forget when I went to, um, uh, oh, I was going to say his name. I'll call him Daniel then. Daniel's house when I was like 11. And screw it. His name's Ryan. I <laughs> 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 I was 11 and he was like yeah Chris and, like, my mum's gonna cook for us and I'm thinking okay cool Like, because my mum I'm Ghanaian as you guys know so my mum knows how to bang out meals and like she served us like microwaved pizza and I was just like, like, <laughs> I, love,
2: like <laughs> <laughs> I love pizza but I
0: was just kind of like okay like, and he was like bang, and it was uncooked fam.
2: Oh, so it wasn't I was, even pizza her, oh,
0: like. it was a joke oh. I was just like you know I ate it out of respect but boy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was peak
2: that was crazy, actually. In school, obviously, it was us guys. We kind of formed this, what did we call ourselves? Positive strides. The positive <laughs> oh. strides. Ooh. We used to call ourselves the little ethnic
0: group. Uh, <laughs> Basically, all the black people <laughs> in one All group. the black people. <laughs> but but then is. when we
2: went to, well, when we moved to Upper sight, when we went to year 10, mm. obviously, that's when, like, there was the older guys there. And I guess yeah. they moved from different schools and came yeah. to Hartswood. Um And I felt like I uh, had a little bit more protection okay. at that point. Cause when mm. I first moved to Borenwood, I suffered with like suffered, you know, um, I experienced racism. yeah, And some of it was in school as well. So by the time I got to year 10, mm. like no one would mess with me. Cause I'm like, that's my friend. Yeah. And they're in like sixth form. And I'm like, these are my friends <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> so that was quite nice, but it was just crazy that it had to get to that point for yeah. people to say, okay, cool. I'm going to leave you alone now. Yeah. Um, But other than that, school was great. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. No school. I think I noticed (coughs) one thing. I say I noticed about school is, um, like, basically off what Leticia was just saying. um, There wasn't that many black people in school Mm -hmm. um, in our school, obviously. Anyway, I'm talking about. Growing up, we had kind of like just us as our friend group going to school and stuff. Um, I would say um, what yeah, what I noticed. um, uh, Well, in in because basically, I, I was in. You went to a different primary school as well, mm-hmm. right? So, in, like, going, coming from my primary school, there's mm-hmm. probably, I would say, maybe like, it was the roles were kind of reversed. Mm-hmm. Like, there was maybe like 10 white people in mm-hmm. my primary school, as opposed to when I changed schools to. I was in school six months like prior to hospital, but then when I, when I went to hospital, it was like, it's kind of like a shock. And mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, you know, it was kind of weird. And obviously, being so young as well, you don't really notice. I didn't really know what colorism was. I just, yeah. I just knew, ra- I knew racism. But I didn't know what colorism Colourism. was. So, yeah. Yeah. Like going, I'm obviously I'm mixed race. So going into that school, obviously, you're treated as black straight away. Like mm, whereas, yeah. as you grow up, you kind of notice more colorism and stuff like that. But me experiencing that straight away, um, you know, going into the school and stuff like that. I- I've lost my train of thought. now.
2: <laughs> Did you feel like you was treated differently
1: or? I would say I would say that I was you can yeah you can definitely say you, you were treated differently um, being amongst like being amongst more white people that's what yeah. I noticed it the most being amongst okay. more white people suddenly like because obviously my old school it was me we didn't you know we just saw each other as each other when we yeah. then coming into this school yeah. <clears throat> you know the white people would make it yo look like chocolate boy this is that guy blah 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 you know the ones where some you don't really realize before but then when you go into that situation you're like raw like it's like it's highlighted yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's more highlighted that's what i'm trying to say yeah it's more highlighted um and then obviously as you get older like that's how our group kind of formed as well because you know obviously we see like you kind of find home in each other yeah yeah exactly like literally
2: because it was the same for me like i moved around different schools quite a lot so when i was young Um, I was in like a predominantly white school that was just me, my sisters, and then one other mixed race girl. Mm. Then I went to another school and I was like, whoa, there's so many black people, (laughs) like it was insane. I was like, I don't know where I fit in. So it was constantly like, I was always exposed to so much. So I never never felt like I fitted in anywhere, but I didn't Mm. always feel out of place either. It was just going with the motions. So by the time I got to secondary school, I could handle it. Mm. But obviously when I met you guys, It wasn't just like, oh, you're black, let's be friends. It was like, (laughs) actually, we have things to talk about in terms of culture. Like, we understand different things maybe that other people don't. And, you know, it's not to say that they're not good friends of ours or whatever. You just find different things you connect with. Um, And here we are. (laughs) How many years later? So Uh, obviously something happened that was right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I have to agree with you guys, actually. Growing up, my primary school was very multicultural, funny enough. It was lots of black people, lots of Asian people. And it was kind of a beautiful, um, multi diverse. I was gonna say society, we like 10. No, multi diverse, like, you know, people, people of mm-hmm, color. Mm. And when I came to Hartswood, I was just kind of like, whoa, like, <laughs> like shock. That's what, that's what I, mean. I was shocked. I was just like, ready to, like, literally come in. I remember my first day of secondary school, I was 11, and um, I saw, I just assumed that it would be all these, like, people of, like, different, you know, ethnicities, blah, 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 blah. Literally remember walking into the assembly, and I was like, and I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, froze. And I was thinking, I could, like, count the amount of black people that was in our our year. Yeah. It was like, how many how many people of colour were there in our year, like, from the age of, no, from year, let's say year 11. <coughs> I'm trying to say. Yeah,
2: because it... sixth form was a little bit different. Year yeah. 11, like, there wasn't many. It was just either. all
1: that was in our positive strides group. Wasn't yeah. It? So that was like. My days. It wasn't, there wasn't, maybe I'll say, like, 10 to 15. That was it. Mm. Yeah.
0: It was, it was weird, actually, because. Then when we all, we all okay, and we our group all, was mixed as well. It was, yeah, it was definitely We had mixed. someone
2: that was Colombian, then. yeah, we had mixed race, we had black. Asian as well. We had Asian, yeah, they're still here,
0: yeah, <laughs> 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 like, well, like, <laughs> like we kicked them out of the group. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was an incredible experience because coming in, meeting you guys, it felt like I was at home because mm-hmm. I was with these other lot who are lovely individuals, don't get me wrong, but I felt like I couldn't celebrate my blackness or my culture because. They wouldn't understand and because they're so I'll never forget. When I was eleven, uh there was this there was <laughs> because we go to say secondary school, I really wanna say who it is. But oh. um, I'll tell you guys off.
2: I'm trying to
0: find it. Yes, there was this person actually, and she was really cool in secondary school, age of in year um seven, but she told me straight out that you know we couldn't be Good friends because her dad's a racist and he doesn't like black people wow. and i was like bro, like no was like, oh and if if i ever went out with a black person my dad will like disown me and i was like damn like i'm just showing them guys who wow. i'm talking about wow I, know, um, I don't know who that is no, you <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> <laughs> okay and um i was like okay wow but yeah we all had last we all had a little like friendship but now look at us
2: how times have changed. It because let me tell you something. Go on, tell yeah. When we was in school, yeah. when we was in year 10, what? 11, and we had all those guys that came in from the Pace team. We had guys, <laughs> yeah? Let me tell you. That was- they had, like, all these black guys come from all over London, come to, like, play in our school. Yeah. And all the girls were like, <laughs> like, that's it. black guys. Yeah, that's And it. every single one of them. Was on them you guys are the same one sorry love you girls everyone loves a tan but you're a lot of the same ones that are out here getting tanned trying to look like us
1: that's culture appreciate.
2: but you don't want to be a part of the culture that's it That's it. like luckily we've all Facts. like we're all really open Do you know what i mm. mean like we understand that everyone's different and you know like in my family i'm guessing it's the same as yours like you've got the white side and the black side mm. and you know like it's so different on each side yeah it's great because they're both really open and accepting yeah but there's so much to see, whereas I feel like it took for girls to be older and maybe this, I don't know if this makes sense, but for the girls in school to grow, see those guys, kind mm-hmm. of figure out actually this is like what we like, and great, make a decision for yourself. But also,
1: yeah.
2: up until that point, you guys were anti black people. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Facts. You'd have like friends and that's it. Like you were just like, nope, nope, nope. And then mm. that's when all the guys at school started to get jealous. It's great. It was great. It was, it <laughs> it was, was,
0: great. It was crazy. <laughs> It Was definitely crazy. Secondary school was a mad, it was a good experience. I would say yeah, you guys made back. me feel more comfortable to like celebrate my blackness. And then when the impact came in, like, look, I'm not gonna lie, I felt a little bit intimidated because I'm <laughs> <laughs> not a part of that, uh, that <laughs> life. <laughs> but they, they were cool guys, they were really, yeah, really down to earth, lovely, guys. lovely yeah. cool guys. And then when I went to Bedfordshire, as I keep like saying, the ghetto, I, I felt like I was bamboozled because when I went for the opening day, well, I saw all these white people and I was like, okay, you know, Chinese people. So mm-hmm. I thought, I have a couple of Chinese friends but I want to like, have a solid click and be like, yo, because they're way in advance in life. Like, Chinese people be winning. Yeah. <laughs> they stay winning and I want to be part of that group. But yeah, um, and then, my first day, it was like all the black people came out of hiding like I have a hot black house in no, Africa I, like, I didn't sign up for this <laughs> like, too many black people came in this house. is too black like, I just, take, take me back to Hartston please Come <laughs> <go> on <laughs> it's white people said to me it's your own don't you think but that's no.
2: crazy though Like yeah. because you feel like you need that in school and it's great and then when you get to a certain point because you're used to whatever's happening in school it's almost like another culture shock yeah. it's like oh I've got used to this And now I'm back here again. And it's not a bad thing. It's just you're always like trying to find balance. Yeah. You know, and luckily, like, I guess for you, you can fit in wherever you go. You Mm. know what I mean? You're just an open person more than anything, more than the colour or whatever. It's just Mm. nice that you have that. But I think for some
0: people, it must be a real struggle because... You're definitely right. But you know what? In that sense, it kind of annoyed me that I could get along with the, the white people and I could get along with the black people because what annoyed me is there was kind of for me, there was a little bit of a cultural identity crisis. But, um, yeah, it's kind of really cool that you could get along with your own culture, black people, and you could get along with other cultures. But I feel like I've grown up, i always had to prove to black people, oh, that I'm black enough because I don't speak in an urban mm. way or I don't have this stereotypical black <coughs> swag. Yes. And then going yeah. to, like, white yeah. people, they're like, Oh, you're not black enough because you don't speak, or yeah. you sound very, um, you sound like us, you very sound educated, posh, yeah, posh. Yeah. i hate not right. just think mean, that's that so ignorant and mean, naive. Like, mean, but you know what's incredible about us black people is that although there's different, I don't want to say different levels of blackness, there's different, so cultures. many different, yeah, cultures yeah. of black. And we all celebrate each other and I feel like it's beautiful because not each black person is the same yeah. and although there is conflict, like some sometimes it could be a bit of a stupidness, like, oh this guy's not black enough or this and the other. But if we see one of like our brothers or sisters get in trouble, we'll be the first ones yeah, to have that's, each other's black black. No Back. Um yeah, <laughs> we just it's incredible. And I, I feel like I um I truly growing up now that you know what I'm twenty eight. <laughs> I just think it's such a beautiful thing when I see like young black kings and young black um queens, like literally like killing every field they're doing now. Like, they're growing up to be scientists, they're growing up to be bankers, dancers, this and the other. And do you know what? They're not putting a, a, a glass ceiling mm-hmm. to think, oh, you know, I can only reach so high because I'm black. Like, I mean, yeah.
2: times have definitely changed. Yeah. Like, you know, we've definitely set the bar for ourselves. And I think the UK is a great example because the generation that we come from, you know, everyone, and, you know, the generations underneath us, everyone is just... Um, really proactive. Yeah, Everyone wants to do great, everyone wants to do big things and mm. I think it's really nice because you know, there was at one point in life where you only had, as you're saying, you know, like kind of like set careers and yeah. then it got to a point where it was like, ah, oh, it's long. Yeah. And the UK is pushing. Like, yeah. we're doing really incredible things and there are actually so many opportunities. You can get funding if you want to be creative. Mm-hmm. You can get help. You can go online and get free seminars. Like, you can learn. There is no... There's no way of not learning. Exactly. Like, we are always going to be students and there's always space to grow. So I just think at this point, whether you're black, white, Asian, green, mm. I don't know, the rainbow. <laughs> <Green>. like <laughs> There is no reason for anyone not to get an opportunity. Exactly. I, it happens, yeah. Yeah. but you know, there isn't a reason for someone not to get an opportunity. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone should be winning. There's space for everyone. I say this all the time. There is space Facts. for everyone. And that's
0: such a beautiful saying because I mean, Lisbeth were talking about how us black people, when we get in, sometimes when we get in high positions, we tend not to stand on each other's shoulders, like and uplift each other. So I feel like, unfortunately, there's this mindset that it feels like there can only be one black person in this role, and um, we should fight each other for yeah, it. And yeah. if we see each other in that role, we see each other like as, a, as, as, as compete, competition, competi- yeah, competing against each other. It's yeah. yeah. crazy because
2: yeah, yeah. in the industry that I'm from, it's so different. Really, you know, like everyone is so supportive. For me, personally, I don't see color, yeah. you know, like, and in the industry, generally, I don't see color. Mm. Yeah, there is white privileges that we are aware of, same mm. way, as we was talking the other day, like light skin privileges, like, there's all these things, but mm. generally speaking, I think, in terms of like, if we just speak in the dark side of it, um, in terms of funding and stuff, there is, you know, people in higher places, and sometimes it is, oh, this white person can get more because they know more, but now, actually, all ages and all races are able to access the same things mm. because people have the knowledge. Yep. And actually those people, whether they are white, black, or whoever they are in higher places, are willing to share now. Yeah. Um, and there is actually people, you know, like black artists and theatres that are stepping up and creating space for people. Yeah. And it's amazing because this never really used to happen. It's still a bit of a struggle. I'm not yeah. saying that it's, you know, it's all easy and stuff, but yeah. I don't know, it's just nice to kind of feel like Sometimes I guess everyone feels like they're in competition, but Mm. sometimes it's nice to just think, "Oh, everyone's Everyone's, supporting everyone." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like to see the positive side in it. So, Um, yeah. And I was just gonna say because you was speaking about validation earlier. Mm. So, do you guys feel like this is a bit off topic? No, go on. Do you guys feel like you need validation for some of the decisions you make, or for what you're doing on a professional level?
1: As in, like validation from black people, or no, in general, just in general. Um yeah. Personally, I think that I am past that point mm-hmm. in my life. Maybe before, you know, you do things and you look look around to see if people <coughs> would accept it or whatever. But I think now, um, now I just do things for myself. Really, like mm-hmm. if it's gonna get me further, and then then that's all I look at. Really, you mm-hmm. know, you know. Obviously, I don't. I wouldn't hurt anyone in the process, or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Now I don't look left and right. Vegan, Zach. That's it. <laughs> you know. It's the <laughs> vegan guy. Well, that, what, you <laughs> know. <laughs> that could have a fly.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, no, I think um, on the topic of colourism, I think that definitely being light-skinned, I would say I definitely get a privilege. Like 100% I was talking about this yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, w- I'm, I'm, I mean, particularly... Particularly, no. Um, particularly, I think um, when applying for jobs and stuff like that, uh, like my name on the CV might look it. I don't think it looks black at all. So mm. I think in that helps me as well get jobs. So I think when I'm, a, I'll give an example when I was applying for a placement year in Coventry. Um, this is while I was in uni. Um, I think. A few of my friends applied for placements as well some of them didn't get it some of them did um, but I I only applied for one placement I just thought you know I saw it online and I was like I'm just gonna go for it Wrote a CV up within I don't know it took me like half a day you know you know what CVs are like mm-hmm. um, I sent it in I got the interview and got to the interview room but you know you know like when the, the people see you and they're like okay I didn't really like you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think halfway through the interview like you know I I told them what I know, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like, I don't know, obviously, I can't really say what it is, but I feel like they only hide me because I would tick a certain box. Um, Ooh, but at the same okay. time, they felt like, oh, you know what, he's not too black. Oh, so, wow. you know, he's, he mm. that's what I. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. That's and so I was there for a year as well. So, you know, I did get those kind of vibes as yeah. well. So.
2: You know, I, I was ranting on Snap the other day, as you do, <laughs> because um, I had a bone interview um, with a really good company, and the guy was lovely, really, really lovely. And I made the decision to have my hair curly in this interview. That was the first time in mm. all these years I've ever gone to an interview mm. actually showing my natural hair. Okay. Because I usually feel like, one, I look young with curly hair, so everyone goes, oh, she's like 16, she's not serious. Mm. And I also feel like people don't take me seriously, so I'd always straighten my hair mm. or slick it back. I don't know why, it was just this thing. And the other day, I just felt like, you know what, f that, like that's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna go as I am, and I felt so comfortable, and probably more confident than ever because this is me that now. That was you, yeah. Because I'm yeah. like we always make bans. Like I always see it on Twitter, people are like, oh, you turn up to interview a straight hair, hey, you get the job. You come in with curly hair. Oh. That is genuinely what happens. <laughs> I don't know why we just think, oh, we look more proper.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
2: But really everyone's trying to have curly hair so i'm gonna rock this exactly. and if you don't like it and if you're not gonna give me the job because of my hair sure lost you exactly. know so yeah i'm proud of myself for that one
0: I that's good that isn't it cause... like in new york um they made it illegal to t- discriminate someone who has locks mm. when it comes to job interviews yeah because how can like something that for or even let's say south africa i remember reading an article where there was like children um in secondary school um, they, went around, uh, they weren't they were allowed to wear their natural hair because it was considered as you know unprofessional or yeah. inappropriate. And what I was just like, that? this literally grows out of your head. It doesn't make no sense. It doesn't and make no sense. It. It's because it's like
1: it's like they're trying to uh, like have a set a standard, but it's it's a it's a standard that we can't achieve. It's unrealistic. Like it's, we it's can't like achieve that because yes. we have to. Do you know what I mean? We'd have to straighten our hair, or we'd have to yeah. put on. It's the like history or is just reversing yeah. itself. Yeah, that's it's it. insane. That's it. So. But
2: when you go to Japan or China or wherever it is, I'm sorry, I can't remember which country it is. And you, you know, these people are dressing up as absolute yardies and enjoying their life. We are not complaining. We are embracing that. Yeah. Yo, live your best life. Wear your headpieces. <laughs> wear your pom pom shorts. Do everything. Uh, not like... pom <laughs> pom.
0: Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of pom Let's go there since we're going there. Um, oh God. about is it cultural appropriation? Sad. The word. Yes. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what are your views on that? Because that kind of may link to colorism. Well, not colorism, but links to black culture. I guess. Mm. Do you like find it? offensive if you see, you know, someone of, maybe a Caucasian person wear braids or locks or this than the other, or, you know, where maybe I don't know, you know, Kenyan uh, Sulu tribe, like, jumping up and down wannabe, or what's that stupid lady name, Rachel who (coughs) is trying to be... Yeah, who, yeah, um,
2: really mixed reviews. That that
0: was was confusing. She's a mess. I'll say that live, she's a hashtag mess.
2: Okay, so (laughs) let's talk about this, because this is quite interesting. I work with someone, I don't want to say his name, but he works in the arts field and he did hit the papers not too long ago um, and people were comparing him to Rachel. And I was mm. just like, I'm not falling for this because I know his story. And he identified as a black man because of the way he was brought up. He never said, I am black. He never mm. lied and said, I'm from a country that he's not. Mm. His parents... um, from like a white heritage but himself and his brother were actually born looking like they're from god knows where like egypt or whatever really okay. like interesting people you know olive skin and growing up he had received so much racism people would call him names all under the sun wow. um, and unfortunately his brother uh i believe you know took his own life oh because god. of it and that was the story that i was told and obviously upon meeting him he is very into the black community and very much you know in theater helping as many people as he can but the reason um what got me is that like I took it quite personal because I just felt like obviously I knew the story firsthand and he was just saying that it wasn't until he started meeting people from the black community they actually made him feel like well, it was okay yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay like yeah. to be who you are in your skin yeah, yeah. And mm. slowly but surely he kind of developed a way with the culture hmm. and that's why he identifies as a black man so he's not hiding the fact that he has white parents hmm. it's just that in terms of his upbringing his culture that's what he knows. He's not saying that he He's oh. not saying that he doesn't eat like English food and only eats African oh. food. Like it was just that
0: kind so of So he has white parents, but he grew up as like in
2: a But yeah, he was he was kind of like brought, I guess, under certain people's wing from the black oh, community. Okay, I'm with and you, he I'm was with you. experiencing racism, even though he was white, yeah. being treated like a black person. Oh. I and see. he's had that all his life. Okay. And then by the time that caught wind of something, the mm. whole media went. And it was just like it's. I understand from an outside perspective, mm. but maybe because I heard it firsthand and I've seen what he's done and yeah. how it's affected him, I'm like, I understand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the sense of your friend, that that's totally fine, and that that that's totally fine. But this Rachel, she um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no excuse. Like, yeah, I, I, that that whole that whole but
1: story. She,
2: she actually lied.
1: Yeah, no, that, whole, sto- that whole story is confusing because. It's just confusing because if you if you look at pictures and whatever, she might come across as like a mixed lady or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she's then, actually trying to look yeah, different. She's actually, like, yeah, yeah, she's it's actively trying to kind of. I let's mean, not like. even like give her time of day. Yeah, like yeah she's, she's sorry, she's not. So. not <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on to yeah, uh, yeah, uh, a what, a more co- cultural appropriation. Pro- yeah.
2: So. <laughs> oh, so yeah, my reviews are very mixed because okay. I don't know. I don't know if this even makes sense. Is it okay for me to get braids because I have black in me, although that I've never really grown up fully with braids, things mm. like that, whatever. Who knows? But obviously in terms of culture I understand it and I was grow I grew up around it. Yeah. When I see white people putting braids in their hair, I'm not necessarily against it. If you mm. like the style, do your thing. Yeah. I think it's when you start to mock the culture. Yeah. That's or you start to yeah yeah you start God, to claim him. that <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just all things, that all these things like or or you don't recognise where it's come from. Yeah. That's when I have an issue. Yeah. You could put the braids in your hair. Uh, and if you're celebrating it's fine but if you can't recognize where it's come from if you're gonna tell me that your braids have come because Kim says they look nice yeah that's stupidness love to Kim but yeah like come on it's a bit past that yeah yeah, I mean I think it's just identifying it and just being really respectful about it yeah cuz sometimes people just try and dress a certain way and think that's all part of the hair but Mm. it's just hair
0: yeah I think definitely like well i don't have like oh i was gonna say box of braids oh it's wrong with me um i don't i don't have plaits or this and the other but you know what i just think if someone has like if i saw a white lady or japanese or this and the other wear plaits, it doesn't but for me i'm not offended um i just wish that if someone knew the history behind it like you know it's a protective hairstyle or this and the other and they knew but if they just want to try it for argument's sake okay it's up to them mm-hmm. now if they ask me my opinion in terms of like uh, how does it look? I say you look a hot mess. I'm not. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to lie. If you look a hot mess, you look a hot mess. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> look look you. At you. <laughs> Get out my mirror. I mean, look. Look at this foolish yeah. Um, but but it doesn't it doesn't offend me. But as long as you know the history behind it, don't try and remix it and say it's it part of braces, This than the other. You know, each to their own. I just think. Um, I yeah, think yeah, it's it definitely is. to do. It's definitely in context as well, because yeah. if, you, if you've got like
1: um if you've got like like Titi was saying, if you've got like a white person that's d- just wearing it, but they're heavily inv- like involved with black culture, they've, mm. they've only got black friends, all, they will do you know what I mean? they that's kind of all they know, then. But if you've got like, um, <laughs> if you've got someone, if you've got someone that's like, you know, that is, you know, in their bedroom or whatever, they're racist and this and that, blah blah blah, they're wearing it, yeah, and whatever and I've, I don't think that's acceptable, especially if they're saying that like you know we got it because of Kim Kardashian or yeah. I don't know whoever's doing it or whatever but that's why I, I would say mm. that that's not an acceptable time to do it
0: but you know what I was going to say which is like this is probably a dumb question but how do you like well I should probably say that okay I don't want, I'm trying to be PC guys but you know like when black people they get weave and it's like if it's real hair shout out to those who are synthetic if you can't afford the real thing do what you have to do in it. I ain't judging. I ain't judging. But stay away from fire. Um, <laughs> I Um, but yeah, when you know black people that get weave and save this Asians like and this Asian hair, I wonder how like do they feel like it's kind of offensive? Or I don't know. I'm just thinking. Or oh, do white people feel when black people do? I don't know. Is there like? I wonder what you know cultural appropriation. I wonder like mm. where it varies. Like it, everyone's
2: the, so different. Because like, yeah. I was reading something about um these people are saying but when black girls want to straighten their hair like white girls and whatever mm. and i'm like fair enough cool like that's fine but not all white people have straight hair some have curly yeah <laughs> that's true uh, yeah. and i think it's just finding balance like yeah. growing up you know in i guess from different cultures you're made to feel like that's beautiful yeah you watch TV back in the days especially you watch TV and you go oh, she's got straight hair yeah, she looks that's, nice that's what, even, that's what we're fed with yeah, yeah even Tia and Tamira yeah. they came back with straight hair and I was like yo they are older now they're straightening their hair I want to do that when they came back for their new episode or new season but now it's cool to be a curly girl it's cool mm. to have afro hair it's mm. cool to have braids like it's cool to celebrate all the real things like literally and it's yeah. amazing like you Know, even my niece for a while, she was like, Oh, you know, people say things at school about my hair, and I'm like, I'm telling you, these girls are jealous. Mm. Your hair is long, thick, and hella curly, embrace it because mm. she's got really afro curly hair. Mm. No, nah, she loves it, that's she so do not change deep. it for no one because she loves so she it. That's knows good, that's a, yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah that's it. That's,
1: that's, that's what I think it is it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's teaching as well because yeah. obviously, if you're growing up, like how we were saying, in front of like, uh, we could call it like maybe like a white standard of beauty if you're growing up yeah. in front of those screens you know like straight hair that's how you're supposed to look obviously these these young black girls are gonna look at it and be like "Well, how, that's that's not how I look yeah mm. so they're gonna kind of feel insecure and kind of want to change but I think it would kind of start at home like to mm. educate yeah. the children and once yeah. they once they know once the children know that they're that what they've got is actually you know the yeah. best I would say in my opinion i say yeah. the best but like. Yeah. Once they know that, do you know what I mean, through and through, then that's what
0: they're going to rock. And- yes, I agree yeah. with you.
2: All I can just say is it doesn't matter what colour you are,
0: mm-hmm.
2: what your hair type is, you know, what your culture is, just do you. Yeah. Create your own culture. Exactly. Be comfortable in your skin. Exactly. If you can change your hair, great. Yeah. Change it up, have a day where you look different, but ideally just enjoy your space. Like, enjoy your presence this exactly. is something I'm learning like and it's so hard to be present but Ooh, when you it. understand it come on it's real <laughs> life changes like your outlook on life changes And yeah. I just think when you get to that point I guess it's kind of like a journey of enlightenment but when you mm. get to that point or you start to discover that these things won't matter exactly you will just kind of see yourself for how you are and mm. all this like body dysmorphia and things mm. like that start to kind of fizzle out and you start to really accept who you are but more importantly you start to understand yourself inside and outside just becomes the shell that you. exactly it's a
0: beautiful thing accept yourself as yourself for yourself because Mm -hmm. you know don't let negative thoughts become your reality I think my dad always said growing up you know let them live like people are like no one can see and everyone's such in a bubble but certain people they're living like their best life and they're not doing it for the gram because god knows you could show like only 10 percent of your highlight of your life but mm-hmm. some people who you think they're living their best life on the gram oh yeah but that's boy. i think instagram is Instagram. it's the is, life on the pits of hell boy yeah let me tell you now instagram i think
1: uh, we well i mean everyone can get lost in instagram showing their best parts mm-hmm. of their life and, exactly and it's not even you might maybe you might not even be doing it intentionally but mm-hmm. i think you might be showing something on instagram and um someone else might be looking at it I'm thinking like, Oh my like I wish I could live like this person yeah. and yeah. whatever. And when really and truly you know, if like you're like that. if if if, uh, if for example if I'm posting something on Instagram and someone else is looking at it and saying, Wow, like I wish I could do what he's doing or, or blah 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 when really and truly like I could be looking at someone else's Instagram saying, Oh, yeah. I wish I was doing yeah. what they're exactly. doing. You know? Yeah.
2: It's like a you're always gonna want more. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. I think it's like Instagram is a great place yeah yeah. it's really great for inspiration and content I love photos so I just love looking at people's like work and their creativity Mm. but also yeah I get really lost in it Mm. sometimes I used to just kind of just swallow myself up in the whole black mirror (laughs) literally like you just live in your phone and you just forget about real life Mm, and if that is their real life that's great you yeah, might have a filter no. on it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, it works <laughs> for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no it is right. it's such a weird one. But like, kind of like what you was just saying, Zach, you know, in terms of you don't realise you're posting stuff. Like, at the moment, I'm posting content that's based around my work because that's what I want people to see. Mm. I don't want to talk about my personal life, so I just want to show my work because some people want to find... Sorry, carry on. Some people want to, like, see... Um, I guess what you do, Mm. and for me, I need to put my work out there, so that's how I do it. Mm. But then for other people, they can be like, "Oh man, she's doing amazing. She's got all the money to do it. Mm. She's doing this. She's living life." Mm. Well, if you
1: knew what (laughs) goes on behind closed doors. But I I think I think I think it helps having these sort of conversations and people listening to stuff like this as well. Especially like if we, you know, open enough to say that's not exactly how it is and celebrities and whatever, where they can say, look, we're only showing the best. I mean, they don't mm. have to say that, but yeah. clearly they're only showing the best stuff at mm. uh, the best part of their lives. So anyone is on Instagram. You're not really going to Instagram, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> <a day laughs> I'm depressed. I mean, some people do, though. Yeah, oh, so yeah, that's true. Do, yeah. Sorry, but then
2: also, this, this sounds really terrible. Do Ooh. I even say it? But sometimes, just sometimes, Ooh. there's also a method of attention seeking.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Fans. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I feel like some people do it genuinely. Like when I see people go, oh, I've changed my body. That's amazing, because you're inspiring me. Like, as we said, I've still got my gym membership and I don't go, but, you know, it's nice. And I think there's, you know, there's conversations that happen about depression and things like that, which Mm. I think are really important. But then there's also this side where it's like, maybe it is your thing to talk about that, but now I'm feeling depressed. Mm. It's like, there's no balance. I'm feeling depressed listening Mm. to you talk about depression, but I'm feeling depressed watching you live your best life so where do i stand like there's no like there's no in between and you have to learn to filter it yourself yeah you need to learn to like find the balance generally i just come off instagram altogether or, or all socials and i did last time i was off it for months and i felt like a brand new person well, then I lost my account and stole can see. <laughs> no, I need
0: to do the same because when I wake up in the morning the first thing I do yes, go. is yeah, go on Instagram, stories. see what's happening in the shade. <laughs> Not even story, okay. it's the shady I go to see what's happening in the shade room so, to see if there's any beef
2: huh. Change that. You know what you need to do? God, first me. thing you do when you wake up, grab a notebook, write down anything on your mind.
0: Oh, that'll be good.
2: Whether it's something you're grateful for, how you're feeling, your yeah. dream, whatever whatever comes to mind, just mm. write, write, write. Yeah, yeah. Or do it on your phone, because then okay. you have that same um, feeling, I can't remember what the word is, where I, you're just typing. I don't
0: have the same discipline, I'm going to get, of course I'm going to go on Instagram know <laughs> myself. Okay, yeah. notepad and pen. Notepad Got and it. pen. Yeah.
2: Because what you're doing in the morning, generally you're looking for a quick dopamine, which mm. is Instagram, or shade room, whatever your thing is. So you already feel like you're up for the day and had inspiration, but mm. what you're really doing is draining yourself. You oh. are transferring your energy to those other places and you're not giving time back to yourself. So actually all this morning when you thought you just, you've got your own time, you yeah. don't. You're actually just giving it away. So by the time you get to work, everything seems boring. It's like they say in school, when kids go to school, don't let them watch TV before because everything is quick, fast, flashy and fun um. and really bright. So when they see a chalkboard, they yeah. go, "Oh,
1: yeah, yeah." No, I don't want to do this. That's when they get tired and yeah. don't want don't
2: to yeah, yeah, be yeah. part of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> it Chalkboards. Think <laughs> how old we are. No, no, chalk- <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, you, I thought you wasn't going to reveal that. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, do they what do kids have these days? Do they still have um I don't what's even that know. thing? The screen. What's it called? Is it a whiteboard? It, no, oh, they don't have, the have whiteboards. Yeah, yeah, they have like a um didn't
2: we have screen. Oh, that my days. We was
0: Smart screen, is yeah, it? I we had a... that though. Did did we?
2: Yeah, with like the pens.
0: i oh, yeah, I'm sure they're upgrading now. They must have something like really probably just cough at the screen. Something uh, oh comes my gosh. <laughs> Imagine. Gosh, it's, yeah, madness. sorry. Print. Sorry. But <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kevin.
2: Yeah, so that's something that I definitely started doing which helps yeah. or i will just go on google or pinterest mm. and i'll just start researching stuff and trying to like find a fact for the day that's just my thing and then i'll go on the yeah. gram because by that time i find it boring that's the, that's the
1: best thing to do is achieve your goals before you do stuff like instagram and mm. fun mm. stuff like i would say yeah instagram. make sure you achieve do your do like you can have instagram as a reward after you've mm. completed mm. your goals or whatever mm, yeah. best thing to do um, i can't really talk because when i when i wake up i do actually go on instagram <laughs> <laughs> but we all have, we all have phases, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but then there are times. Obviously, I've got, I've got like we all have to, you know, got to go to work and blah blah blah. But so, the best, the best. What well, I, I have a, uh, a diary. I haven't, got it, I haven't got it with me, but it's like a a A5, that's mm-hmm. a five. Okay. So yeah, um, I just write in the morning or the, the night before. I write everything that I need to complete mm. for the next day or mm. the same day if I'm writing in the morning, um, and. I always do it, so it's kind of like achievable. So mm. it, as long as it's achievable, as long as you and and you tick each one off, it doesn't have to be in order. Mm. But you tick each one off as you go along, and once you've completed your tasks whatever you feel like you've actually got free time. Mm. Like, cause that's the way wor- I think the worst feeling is w- you're always always the most guilty feeling when you're sitting down, you're you're yeah. on your phone or you're watching TV or something, and you know in the back of your mm. mind you've got to do something. Mm. Yeah. But if you see that list that's ticked off completely, hundred percent ticked yeah. off, um, you can do that. You can relax and chill.
2: I need to put mine in a book. Mine's all in my phone, so mm, my no, to-do list. I try
1: to do. I try to do. Um, stress. Try to do it on my phone, but it just doesn't work. You just get it doesn't work. So I've got. I've got an actual. I ordered it on Amazon actual diary. You know, one is blank. You have to write the dates in yourself yeah. and everything. And I did it, and it actually helps. And I notice as well. I don't. I, I'm. I don't use it every day. The days that I don't use it, that's where the stress comes from. Yeah. Like, mm. I notice it. Yeah. Mm. So it's
2: just being organised. Yeah. Definitely. Hmm.
0: That's deep. I think I'm going to do that, actually. Yeah, because uh,
2: I, you know what, I used to have a diary and then only recently, so since I finished at my workplace, I've stopped checking my diary. Okay. And then I just started using my phone calendar and I used to block out everything in my calendar for the day. But for some reason, I feel like I don't need to check my calendar anymore. So I checked the diary and I'm not putting things in there. So now I've missed two
0: appointments this week <laughs> and I'm
2: like, oh my
0: goodness,
2: Lord. you shambles. <laughs> Such is life.
0: Yeah. But yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. Look, we went we went everywhere. We. we discussed about, you know, colorism, cultural appropriation, dropping nuggets. We went that we went, way, went around dá- the world. We, we did. We, we traveled. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to All About The Bants and thank you to a special guest, Latise the Great Woo-hoo! and Sack the Magnificent. Oh, thank you, Chris, for having thank us. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for listening to All About The Bants. And we'll be back soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <lacking> bye. Why, <laughs> why, bye. Bye.